Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are welcoming you, welcoming you to take the elevator, where we are going to try to get this episode done in 22 minutes as a form of respect for your time. I know that some people say, you know, I need some 30 minutes or less. Yeah. And so we've we've done the 22 because it's 2022 and 22 is my favorite number for those who have not been listening to us. Anyways, I'm rambling. No problem. Um, It's Wednesday. You're at the middle of the week. Congratulations. We are getting closer and closer to Memorial Day weekend. For those of us who are in America, it's a three-day holiday coming up, which always excites me because what have I done? I've requested the Friday before and the Tuesday after. So that means a five-day weekend for me. Awesome. I wish I could do that. But with all these different little shows and dates coming up, I have to be very uh, picky about the time that I take off and and do extracurricular things. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And if I did not have PTO hours, I probably wouldn't take days off, obviously, because we count on our income to sustain our lifestyle and feed us and keep a roof overhead. Speaking of which, I filled up my tank. Incredible, like a hundred and twelve dollars oh for a my full tank. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I I almost filled up and it was sixty five dollars and I got a four banger. Yeah. So prices are skyrocket high. I went to the grocery store and I'm looking and I'm like, this was a hundred and fifty. And Corey, I'm not kidding when I say it was two grocery bags and they weren't even full and a case of water. Yeah, man. And so my heart just went out to us, to (laughs) other people. My heart went out to myself. (laughs) Right. Times are hard. Yeah. And you can't catch a break. It's like, I mean, we had, I think we shared on an episode actually where we got some extra money at work for share of cost, which was a blessing and still is. And the timeliness of it all was exactly right because everything has been hyped the heck up. Yeah. So on one hand, it's, it's a blessing and a gift to get this cost of living thing, Mm -hmm. get raises from your job. But on the other hand, you know, when you're thinking about getting that stuff, you're hoping that, everything kind of stays the same so you can get ahead a little bit. Yeah. But then this, this thing happens where gas prices, groceries, the economy is changing. And so it kind of puts you right back in the same position that you were before. And that's the part that really hits you hard. Yeah. I was in a, in a class and one of the people I'm co-facilitating with said, Hey, if you're in this workshop, and your hope is to become um, a leader or in management for the money, don't do it because you will never make enough money, right? And I thought, I don't know if that's a true statement, but I get it. So you make 10, let's say you make a 10% increase. I mean, it's still something, but it's not going to, 
up your lifestyle by anything crazy. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And then I thought, how much money would I need for me to be like, okay, I'm making enough. But Parkinson's law, if that's what that law is now that I'm thinking about it, it's just like you accommodate to what you make or what what space you're in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to ask you a question, Corey, and to anyone listening here, um, we're going to talk about things that we've done uh, for extra money. Uh, (laughs) It sounds wrong, but, you know, it's a totally rated G episode. But the question (laughs) is, is would you consider being an Uber driver if you needed to make extra money? Absolutely, positively, no questions asked, hands down, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would, too. I've done stranger things for money. I was going to say, there's worse things than being an Uber driver. Yeah, man. A whole lot worse. Yeah. And I haven't done all of them, but I've done some questionable things um, as far as I'm concerned, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to, I mean, there were a lot of times. I know that there were quite a few times where I had two jobs and had to manage that. But I'm trying to think, did I ever have a moment where I had more than two jobs at the same time? And what I mean by jobs is not taking care of home, being mom, you know, and watching kids and stuff, but two actual jobs where you had an employer. Um, and I remember what that was like to have to work two jobs. And I think for me, the job that really stretched me and where I just had to do it out of desperation for money. Um, I think it would just be around the fast food industry when, you know, my, my oldest was really young and I lived in a small town in Northern California. So there wasn't a lot out there. And I think, what challenged me is because along with working fast food and being in the uniform and we had to wear the hairnet and you had to clean the bathrooms and not that it wasn't beneath me, but I mean, just being hot and smelly and smelling like the food and going home to go to another job like that was exhausting. Right. Yeah. What have you done, Corey? So I got two stories to tell. Excuse me. The, the first one is when I work three jobs. And, you know, when whenever I work, I try to work to the fullest capacity. And I had a full-time job working at Kaiser Hospital. And then I had a part-time job working for Federal Express. So I would work from in the morning time to the afternoon at Kaiser and then a four-hour shift in the later afternoon towards the night at Federal Express. Mm -hmm. And then on the weekends, I was working at a church. Jeez. Yeah. And so I thought this will get me ahead. But the more money I made, the more money I spent, Mm -hmm. and the more money I needed. So it just never seemed to work out. And, And yes, I should have curved my spending and tried to save and try. But, you know, the thing about it is I think I was probably 21, 22 years old. It was time to live and have a good time at that point. I wasn't trying to save money and be responsible about anything, much less, you know, not buying clothes and shoes. So, yeah. So that was, that's the first story. And then the second story is where it gets sketchy. Um, I, I, I did. Well, it's sketchy in the way of, 
you know, the way some people may think of it. But if I hadn't did this, I would have never met Jen. I needed to do the sketch in order to get my <laughs> wife. <laughs> so I worked in clubs as a bouncer. Um, I didn't start out in just regular nightclubs. I actually started in strip clubs. And um, it wasn't a bad scene for me. I mean, the the activity that was happening there wasn't the issue. The issue was I was always around alcohol. I was always around and, and I, I don't have a problem with being around alcohol now, but because I was drinking so heavily, um, it posed a problem and it, it, it fed me. And I did things that I probably shouldn't have been doing on the clock while being around alcohol, which is drinking and, uh, you know, fulfilling my desire, which was to drink. And then so moved into the nightclub realm, whether, you know, the dance clubs or whatever. And that's how I met Jen. So I needed the sketch in order to get my wife. <laughs> and so with that being said, and I didn't even know you were going to say that, is I think of all the different little jobs that you've done, I've done, and how it's actually had great input into who we are today, mm-hmm. whether it be work ethic, whether it be resilience, whether it be being humble and being able to do all the things and not thinking, Oh, I'm better than that. Right. Right. And then I think too, it also helps us relate. And I think that's why we're so good with younger people Mm -hmm. because of the life that we've lived. You know, we understand the struggle. Uh, Had I not had those though, seriously, like almost every job I got myself into I ended up promoting and so to this day it's really taught me how to elevate at work even in something that you originally may not like like you don't that was not your career this is not your choice but you know we all make choices and you have to make that choice especially when you've got young kids to feed them yeah and I re- I remember oh man and I we might have shared this so forgive me if we share a story again that you've heard before, but it's just so important aside from working jobs. I mean I I've shared the story about taking Kayla to food banks and the game that we would create with the kids to get by. Yeah, you know, and then oh I remember this broke my heart. Um. I I was on EBT for a few months and we went to this wonderful store called Winko and we like, and it was, if you have never had this experience, let me try to explain it the best I can. When you are on a budget and you, it's not, you can't even really call it a budget, but you're going to the 99 cent store to feed your family. You're eating from the 99 cent menu to feed your family And the whole objective as a parent is to never let your kids know that these are desperate times. Right. And you might be eating your last meal today. Mm. And I don't know what to feed you for your next meal. So you get something like EBT. It's an exciting time because you get to go to the grocery store. A real grocery store. Yeah. And when they want something, you can say yes. And so you're feeling good. You're pumped like, oh, God, thank you for this. You know, we needed this. This is amazing. 
Um, and so we filled up two carts, two carts. We put everything out on Winko's. If you guys have never been there, it's like self bag, right? Yeah. So you put everything out. We bagged everything. Kids are excited. We're talking about what we're going to cook. And the EBT card is not like active. Right. And they oh hadn't my God. I mean, forget the embarrassment of having, you know, I don't have the money for this. It, it just broke my heart. It broke the kids' hearts. Yeah. And so I, but I remember even the kids, because I was honest about most of the situations we were going through, they didn't throw a tantrum no. at all. They just said, okay. And they just kind of looked at me to make sure I was okay. And I said, we're going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to call them tomorrow and it, they're just going to fix it. They just need to fix it. And that was it. So, and the people were so sweet. Yeah. They didn't look angry. They actually, like, oh my God, we have yeah. to put all this food back two basket loads. But guys, let me, let me share this with you while we're talking about that, because Jen said something. She said that we were uh, utilizing EBT and we were going to 99 cent stores for uh, groceries to feed the family. And we get it. We, we've been there. Yeah. We've, we've been in food bank lines. We've been, and I'm not saying that to say, oh, we relate to you. We understand you. I'm, what I'm simply saying is that this is life and this is what happens in life. And sometimes you find yourself in some places where you just probably don't want to be. And if you do want to be there, um, I'm hoping you have a plan to navigate through it and around it and out of it. But I, we, I know this about Jen, so I can speak freely, and I know she knows this about me. We were just raised to always try to figure out a way to better ourselves. Yeah. And in bettering yourselves, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't go to the 99-cent store anymore, that you don't get on EBT. It just means no. that you just figure out figure out different routes and different ways to do things. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know exactly the demographics of people who listen to this podcast and we just want to be relatable at all levels. So we talk a lot about elevation in your career, elevation, in your marriage and your friendships and things like that. And we really want to be respectful of people from all walks of lives, life. And so if you're in a spot where things, yes, we agree with you are too expensive or you're, you're, finding it hard to figure out what meal is going to be next on the table. You know, we're, we're thinking of you, we're praying for you, plug into your community, see what resources are there. And there's a lot of them because we researched a lot yeah. of resources when we are in that situation. Um, there, there's a program uh, in the Catholic church that really helps. They paid I want to say it was our electric they bill. They paid the electric some... and the gas bill. Oh, yeah. yeah. Catholic Charities. Catholic That's Charities. That's what it was called. Amazing organization. And then there's a few others that um, give you vouchers for different stores to go to. And so, guys, when we tell you we were there, we were there. And when you sign up for these uh, assistant programs, which are huge resources, if you tap into them, they're very beneficial. And if you're looking for just a temporary solvent so you can get on your feet, even better. Now, if you're in a much worse situation and you find yourself, you know, having to do a little bit more, there's other 
resources that you can tap into. Mm-hmm. We would love to share a lot of these things with people. We just don't want to be uh, walking around saying, hey, you need this, you need that. Um, but it's out there. And if you're looking for it, we could definitely help you if, if that's something that you're going through. Absolutely. And I know the company we work for, and, and maybe when we um, get some uh, permission, we can talk about that, you know, sharing that over the, the podcast about the help and resources that our, our company offers, because they offer a lot of things too. Yeah, we would love to do that. And I don't think we've ever done this. And I know we always carry it in our hearts and it's definitely something that if I, I'm going through a grateful moment and I go back in time, you know, I hold on to what's good. I know we release old stories to start new ones, but I hold on to all that is good. Yeah. And so, I mean, we there's a local church in um, the city of Fontana. And water they of had, life. yeah, Water of Life, they had a service where they paid um, rent. So it's pretty much... If you're close to eviction, or I don't remember if you had an eviction and it was that process, you know, they would help you out. You had to fill out an application. Thing is, is they do it one time. And I think it's, I want to say back then it was one time a year, I think, because the idea is, is they want to help you get financially on your feet and learn a budget and things like that. So you take a, a financial class and stuff, which was really helpful Um, And they do these things. And so, and I know, I know when you're going through it, it is the hardest thing to reach out and ask for, and ask for help because you're already in a, in a dark place. And we know what this month is month of May being mental health. And that really weighs on you mentally. I mean, I, I can't even just thinking back to those times, this is, that moment right now where I am in touch with how I felt and how desperate and how um, helpless it feels. And, you know, people say you're going to get through this. And I used to hate those blanket statements because at the time those didn't help me. No. Right. It's like how, but we did through the grace of God. Absolutely. We did. And so, yeah, please reach out to us. I mean, times are tough. Um, If you need to just reach out and and let us know that you've got someone in your family that's sick, we definitely want to pray for them and think positive thoughts and just keep these things in mind. One thing we're very careful of is not wanting to do this positive toxicity thing where we're just always on this upbeat, positive message that it makes us unrelatable to real life right very very much in touch with real life and still are whether it be through our personal things that we're going through people who are close to us and what they're going through and man i i want to tell you one of the best things is when in time before we were able to help certain people you know, and but you and I, Corey, have always exercised wisdom with that um, and really thought about what is actually going to help. Right. If it's a quick solution or if this is something that's going to last long and have long term impact. Right. So the, the thought process behind that real quick is if someone's in a position where they're let's say they're homeless, it, it wouldn't be 
financially responsible to say, oh, let's get you a place to stay and pay the first and last month's rent. And knowing that they, they don't have a way to maintain that. Right. So we would have to think twice about how we would go about that and, mm-hmm. you know, even begin to approach it. But guys, I, I just want to extend every part of me to say that, you know, we're, we're trying to be as sensitive as possible because, again, let me just let me just share this brief piece. Mm-hmm. We were both working in aerospace. It was 2008. Big layoff came. Um Jen knew we needed to do something different. She enrolled in in a school very shortly after that to become, you know, a nurse. And we had three kids that needed to be taken care of. And so we were just in that really strange position where we had to make some definitive decisions on how we were going to move forward. And at that moment, we realized this is what we have to do. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say, dig deep, hold on to what little hope you have, plug into people who love you and support you. I mean, I just remember people who would drop off groceries to us just because. And essentials like toilet paper, which was remember that they would come and we wouldn't, they didn't know. Mm -mm. And the timing of it was like, are you serious? Like we were literally down to the last down to the wire and out of nowhere you came. So for those who are listening to, if you have that intuition or something speaking to you to help someone listen to that voice, it usually means something very important. Things that we take for granted at the time mean everything to the person who's going without it. Mm -hmm. Right. So we're a community. We are people who should be looking out for one another and not hurting each other, but lifting each other up. So reach out to us, please, if you need anything or if you just need to put it out there. And we're definitely always checking our messages and taking everything to heart. Well, you know us to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every-